Hello and welcome to 16 Ounce Cinema's Mario Minute. I'm TJ and I'm here with Michael. This is Michael. I'm here with TJ. Uh, this is our last one for 2020. We kind of we did our own pace on this one. No, no rush. We are doing the Whip and the Body from 1963. I feel like I'm gonna talk you into like one more somewhere in there when we're just kind of hanging out at home. And in December. Yeah. So, the next one. The next one. Yeah. I just uh, feel I don't like it's gonna what come. The next one is. Especially with uh, so, such a quick. You know, these are quick ones. Oh, yeah, this one's going to be real short because um, as is the 16-ounce tradition, we, uh, (laughs) well, it's becoming tradition. We we both watched this over a month ago before we finally sat down to record. Uh, Blood and Black Uh, Lace, by the way, for next time. We got to, okay. We got to probably do better at that, but these are supposed to just be a few short minutes. They're not real in-depth reviews. This is just something we're doing for fun. Yeah. So, where do we want to start with The Whip and the Body, starring Christopher Lee? I, so, one, I, I guess I wish that, like, I wrote down how I feel on my notes, and I, or I wish I, like, I got on Letterboxd and told the world how I felt. Because I don't remember how I felt. Like, I guess, like, looking back at it, I enjoyed it a lot. But, like, that's only because, like, I, I don't want... I can't... It's 30 days ago. I don't want to pretend I didn't like it. You know what I mean? So, things that are in the past are always good. So I thought it was a good movie like just in general, but it's very simple and like almost like, you know how much I like simple movies, simple plots that are just, you know, I, like I this don't one. know if the plot is, it's kind of hazy. It's like a Gothic soap opera and it, it, it takes a little yeah. effort to understand everybody's relationship to each other and why they're so like, Oh yeah. Like, Lee's... When you get in depth into it, it's just like, it's a bunch of like, it's okay. So Christopher Lee, is like prodigal son a prodigal son but why does he leave i forget why he leaves. Oh, what that's okay that's real hazy but if you go on the wikipedia it's just right there basically what happened was his crazy sadomasic tendencies with a servant girl pushed oh, yeah. her into killing herself yeah. And that's I don't remember that in the movie at all, really. I just remember him not being there. Or it, the movie starts when he comes back, but they don't really explain right. that. Right. But it also seemed like he was, like, super into this girl, but then, like, he couldn't marry her, and she was super into him, but they, like, couldn't be together, so they had to, like, he just ran away after <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But I was, it was, yeah, it was, it was strange. Where do, where do uh, French people go when they beat too much of the local populace? Do they just go somewhere like the Caribbean or like what happens? Where right. Do like, I, does he have like a vacation castle in Jamaica? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just goes just, and like. I feel brutes. like that's exactly what happened for like two, three hundred years. Just so, send like, all this, the wickeds. This like Count's son kind of like just chilling like sullen in Jamaica. Kind of like um, James Bond in Skyfall. You know how he's just like at that bar like oh, doing sure. shots of tequila with a scorpion see, on the back of his because hand. because this guy likes to sleep with people who are like way less powerful than him and he likes to beat them. So I feel like the local population wouldn't take too kindly. Oh, that's why he goes someplace like Jamaica in whatever like century this was. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Like, he'd just go down there in, like, Haiti and pretend to be a witch doctor and just beat the shit out of all the women <laughs> he wants to have sex with. <laughs> I dig it. Except she's super into it in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. We find out, I think, like, towards the end that, like, the... So, okay, so he he comes back and his his younger brother is married to, his, to the hot chick that he was supposed to marry. 
but because he got sent off or whatever, he married the younger brother, or she married the younger brother. Right, but yeah. But she's not satisfied and... with him because she, he doesn't hit her and stuff, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Yeah, that's like, it's not spoken, but yes. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, and I guess, that, like, yeah, I only remember, like, a few scenes, really. Like, the biggest one is when the, uh, when, well, Christopher Lee, like, they meet up at the beach and he just starts flogging the shit out of her on the fucking yes. stones. So I remember, like, I first watched this, like, two years ago. And I remember thinking that, like, that title sounds like, like a really sleazy jallo. Mm. Uh, and, but then it, it's very gothic and kind of just slow and atmospheric. But that scene yeah. was then because it comes, like, what, what, like 30, 20, 30 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And, like. It then surprised me backwards, you know what I mean? Like, first I was, like, thinking this was going to be really salacious, and then I was yeah. like, oh, this is just, like, a 60s gothic movie. And then all yeah. of a sudden, in the middle of this 60s gothic movie, he's just whipping the hell out of her as she moans. <laughs> I, uh, I I do like the U.S.'s title of What? Yes, that was in my notes, too. What? What? <laughs> So you, yeah, I feel like you're you're putting too much question on the what. It's it's just like what? What? Uh, yeah. What? I don't even understand what? that. I don't understand the title. Night is the Phantom is pretty cool. I feel like that's like that could be a cool movie. Uh, there was another title, The Whip and the Flesh. Oh, that's that's a little too on point. I think. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it needed to be a little bit like they need, it needs to have nudity if you're going to put flesh in the title. Mm, yeah, very much. So, so. I, I like, oh, speaking I like of speaking of nudity, uh, uh, Hulu has like a two and a half hour documentary on um, the 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 history of nudity in film in cinema, starting all the way from like the silent films. I kind of want to watch it. Oh, I I I think I've heard of it, but I don't remember the name. Is it newer? But or it's, yeah, older? it came out this year. I think it's just called Nude or oh. something like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looked pretty. I, well, I, I say it looked pretty sweet because like I read I read what it's about, and then it's a pretty hot naked woman on the on the poster. So I'm like, yeah, of course I'm I'm gonna fucking. I like watched it, so. um, I watched like ancient porn before. It was called like bathing forbidden it was german so it was actually baden forbidden or whatever um (laughs) and it's basically yeah like these girls like go to bathe in i guess somewhere where they're not supposed to and some creeper like watches them and that's a lot of movies (laughs) it's like a five minute short it's on youtube you just see like just thick old not old yeah i I think that might be what's wrong with our with the kids these days they can't just go to a lake take a bath and creep on some women which was apparently just the way men did things back then. Just yeah, yeah. It it was like, well, not hands on, but yeah. I was watching some some, um, some like I don't know some some movie set in like the 1600s. Actually, where like this French general gets sent to this like island like Antigua or somewhere, and he was like, you know, he, because he was, he was uh, whipping women. No. <laughs> To their delight. <laughs> he just had to, like, you know, do the job there. Because, he, he, actually, yeah, they sent him. It's like a backwards place. So they sent him there because, you know, they, they didn't really want him anywhere else. So they sent him there, even though he was just okay, like an okay person. But, like, he liked to go to, like, the um, where, they, where the women did the laundry because they did it naked. And so he oh. just kind of spied on them doing it. And like they caught him like every once in a while, even though he's he's, he's this like super important person. There's this one scene where like th- this one lady who's who's darker than the rest of them just got fed up with it, and she chases him up this little hill that that he that you go down to see them. And so it's this mm-hmm. little chase scene, and she's like big, big, big titted, I guess, big night, big tits is the best way I can say it, and just like 
running after him up a hill and then like he starts she starts hitting him and then he whips out his like um sword that's you know his like ceremonial sword that says what station he is and just kind of looks at her like like in his french way and then she's just like and then like runs away (laughs) and it doesn't have anything to do with anything but it just reminded me of uh film I watched. So. Did I tell you about the short film I watched called The Breast Tax? No. Okay, so there is like some I guess it's kind of like a, a county in India. I, I don't know, like quite grasp their history and of provinces and territories and all that. Sure. But I think that's the best like analog. So back in like the 18, uh, through the 1800s as this just short film about some legend of some woman who helped cause this revolution and what they had the breast tax, which was a tax women had to pay of a certain caste to be able to not have their breasts out. So if they wanted to wear a shirt, they had to pay a tax. Otherwise, they just had to have their their breasts out. And like the rich men would all go them and go, ha ha ha, you're poor and I can see your boobs. And then like the legend was this one woman got like so fed up with it and refused to pay the tax. And so they kept harassing her and like, you know, being like bad guys. So she just like cut off her breasts and then like stepped out of her little hut. So are you happy now? Is this a true story? If that part is legend, the the breast tax though actually happened. And I think they didn't officially clear it off the books until 1920. Look at Indian breast Rosa Parks. I want to know more. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it was a really badly done low-budget short, but it was like a little weird piece of history I'd never, yeah. like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, this is just half made up from like a thousand years yeah. ago. But no, it was like they, they only officially removed the law in 1920. <laughs> like, oh, my God. So back to the whip in the body. I watched this two years ago and I actually wrote a review, basically like four star review, praising the atmospherics um, and the mood. Although this time I I was was not so into it as I was two years ago. I I think four for you is like a lot. Yeah, I would almost drop a whole star just because it's, it's kind of boring in parts. Yeah, no, it's very boring. I mean, I, yeah. it, it just is, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, did the, did the you, most... uh, okay, so my first note is there's a blue donut statue-shaped butt plug on the table. <laughs> did you see I that? I did not know the blue donut <laughs> statue-shaped butt plug. I'm gonna, I almost, I, like, as soon as I saw that, I was hoping I could, like, quickly scroll through the film again to see it, but I, I, I didn't I didn't get a chance to. Um, and I guess my first real note is, like, when I was watching this, I was going through, like, a vampire phase where I saw, like, six or seven vampire flicks in a row. And, like, mm-hmm. I really, really thought everybody was a vampire at first. I really thought that's what it was yeah, going. Yeah, it does seem like there's something much more sinister than ultimately appears to be going on. Also, like, it's a really dark movie. I even put yeah. in my notes that it seems like Bava is testing how dark he can go before you can't see what's going on in this movie. It's like all, every scene is lit by like one candle. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I mean, it made it very atmospheric for sure. <laughs> yeah, but it, it almost makes you want to go to sleep. It's like, oh, dim the lights, put on some uh, the like, not great music in there too. It's just like. I actually wrote the music is amazing. I loved it. Oh. <laughs> I yeah, I, okay. So, but but I did write as a caveat, but I, obviously I don't remember the music now, but I wrote that it's it's what I want to hear if I kill myself. It's like suicide music uh, that makes me think was, of uh, something wistful. Mine was sleepy movie music. <laughs> <It's mine. laughs> yeah, okay, that kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, remember, okay, there was like a horsey riding scene on the beach, right? 
Yes, speaking okay. of that beach, oh, uh, there, okay, I can just throw in there. The story then, um, huh? Well, first, that castle mat is from National Geographic, but that beach was from Eric the Conqueror. It was sa- filming oh. on the same beach, oh, and cool. we will see that beach again. So Bobo liked going there. He liked that coastline. So he basically just like filmed films over his vacation time. I guess so, yeah. He's just like, oh, I want to go to the beach. I, yeah. I got kicked out of town for whipping women. Let me go to my beach, <laughs> my beach castle and film some movies. So the uh, the first time I ever saw anyone riding a, a, a horse on the beach was also in a movie. And I think it was in one of those like Wishmaster 3 movies or just something like that. And it was at this, Highlander, uh, maybe? Did they ride uh, horses on the beach in Highlander? No, because the reason I remember this is because it was a naked man from Iran with a gigantic cock riding this horse on the beach. And I saw it at, like, a friend's house when we were all, like, you know, I used to walk home from school and go to people's houses and then just walk home. And I just remember sitting there, and we were just kind of hanging out. And then I saw that, and I was like, I think it's time to go home. <laughs> but uh, yeah. that's all I remember. Yeah, that's like the it was. That's I, all I remember them riding a horse I, and him being Iranian. And you, and you think that's Wishmaster? I don't I, think like, that's Wishma- Wishmaster. No, like Wishmaster three, like like something like that. You no, know? no, like no something not that... Wishmaster three, dude. That was like a DTV with like college kids. There's no naked Iranian <laughs> men. Dude, this kid was totally like trying to, to like feel you out. He like brought you home and like. Well, it was a girl, like, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe oh. I should have made a move. Yeah, who knows? There's an Iranian man waiting in the other room. She's like kind of waiting. She's gonna <laughs> give him signal. Like, yeah, he's down. <laughs> so I had left. Like, no, maybe he's in the closet. He's gonna home and jerk off thinking about it, it's or think about enough. it for the next thirty years. Apparently. <laughs> Maybe you can uh, find her on Facebook and ask her. I know who she is. But I don't know if I want to bring it up. <laughs> it just uh, okay. seems like a weird thing. Um, all right, what else? Uh, so, yeah, Delilah Lavi, Lavi, the uh, the main chick. Yeah. She was actually a she was a Israeli and she was a soldier for a while. Oh, cool. I thought that was just a fun tidbit. I, I listened to a bit of the commentary with Tim Lucas because I, I normally really like him, but like. Even that was boring. I was like, because I had so few notes from my like first watch through. I was like, let me let me listen with the commentary. I watched like thirty minutes. I was like, I, I'm not getting anything from this. It's kind of boring. I did write that I wish she was a better actress because she sucks at enjoying being whipped. So that's clearly not her fetish. So she. Well, and everyone was dubbed too, including Christopher Lee. Oh, good point. Yeah. Although Christopher Lee, according to Tim Lucas on the commentary, there's one note. Um, ooh, ooh, okay, never mind. Loves this one. Christopher oh, Lee really? loves this one. However, after this, he put it into his contracts. Whenever he did any kind of foreign film, he would always um, dub himself. He didn't ever want like someone else okay, to do yeah. his voice again. No, there's, what were okay. you going to say? There, there's several parts of the music, because it plays like over and over, that reminds me of something. And unfortunately, all I wrote is the music is fucking killing me. How familiar it is, but it's like this very specific beat. And I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna wa- uh, watch it again to, to like let you hear a clip oh. of it. And like, it like the last thirty minutes of the movie, all I could think about was the music. I was just like, I this is from something. What is this from? I can't think of anything else. <laughs> if I had seen it more recently than like two years ago <laughs> for this episode, I might have been able to help you out with that. Ah. <laughs> uh. So anything else to add for uh, uh, the Bavia Bava fifteen minute? 
which I think is our new No, one. no. Like I said, I originally gave this four stars for being so into the atmosphere. Yeah. And while I still kind of I like it as an experiment for like all the different hues that Bava uses and how dark it goes. Yeah. And there's some cool ghostly elements, but it is not a four out of five star movie. No, no not, um, enough, not enough happened or it wasn't like we're, there's no plot going right. on that was like intriguing enough for it. And, and it's kind of it's like kind of the beginning of him toying with like the intertwining of sex and violence as we oh, both seen Bay of Blood which is a little hint um, <laughs> Bay of Blood oh, sweet. has gets really into that too uh, but that's a few episodes away I can't wait to rewatch Bay of Blood yeah that, that's that my we all watched that together body. didn't we, we uh, I think that? we watched I think not together but like within the same few days separate from each other like we gotcha. should be doing with this and then we talked about it <laughs> within days of watching it instead of months well i, I give it a i guess a tepid thumbs up then I, that's that's what i oh. would say Definitely and watchable. i mean if you don't like it you could just pretend that john m old directed it <laughs> bava did you see that no he was credited as john m old why in america i assume <laughs> Um, I think it might have been on the wiki, but I saw it like Weird. it's actually in the uh, Italian version, you know, that we watched. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if there's a specific reason for it. Under the alias John M. Old, it doesn't say why, but maybe he was afraid of all like, I guess it was kind of dicey movies. back then yeah. to have this rate, you know, the uh, woman getting whipped and liking it. it was too much for 1963. <laughs> But, all right, so that was The Whip and the Body. And yeah. we'll be back maybe next month, probably next year, with Blood <laughs> and Black Lace into the, the proper Jallos now. Oh, well, we've already had, like, a proto Jallo with the um, the girl who knew too much. Yeah, I like that. I, well, if, right. we, if we add a lot more sexual yeah. whipping to a movie like that, that's going to make me really happy. Yeah, if this movie was made 10 years later, it would be a completely different thing and probably, like, still talked about. Or maybe it would have been too late for the sadomasochism. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe, like, 1969 or 1970. I feel, I feel we should make late. a remake is what you're trying to get to. Oh, I'll, I'll crowd Just you and me? Just, yeah, yeah. But oh, you no. and me whipping each other? No, gosh. We'd be the directors, of course. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah. We still, I think we should still get Israeli soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm down. No, I think Gal Gadot. Gadot. Well, see, we can make it like a meta commentary because the woman will be a uh, a Palestinian woman, and the man will be an Israeli soldier, and then it'll be like a meta commentary, and it will be will be big and all. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Yeah. Gal Gadot is uh is Israeli. Yeah, she's awesome. One, you know, wonder so maybe she could be in it. Yeah, yeah, she could be the maid. Or something. All right, you, you, yeah, you find her on Twitter. See if she's willing to be in uh, our remake of the Whip and the Body, the which mate. I think we'll just wait till next Halloween, and we could get those um, like dollar store has those like fake wallpapers of like you know spooky houses. We'll just fake wallpaper my house. We could just like you know we just need a few props in my living room. We could just move it around. I, and it's I like, feel you know, ten different. I rooms. feel I feel properly. We could ask somebody to use their castle. I think I think that'll be all right. Like, Let, well, let's see if we can get... We'll film it at Mar-a-Lago. Are, are there it's castles there? five minutes away. That's what? That's true. Is it a Mar-a-Lago. castle? Mar-a-Lago. I know Trump's what it is. House. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. huge. All right, but I want a castle. 
Maybe but, we can CGI I mean, the castle. You can fake it. I'm telling you, the dollar store fake wallpaper. It'll it'll show up fine. We just right. like we just gotta light it like a Baba movie, so you can't <laughs> see it. Oh, all right. That's that's enough, right. Baba. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. See you next time.